0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Imagine witnessing an entitled parent yelling at a 15-year-old girl because they wrote in Arabic. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, my in-laws invited us over for a New Year's party only to smoke cigarettes in front of me and my family. Weeks prior, we were invited to hang out at my in-laws for a New Year's party. They're smokers and they smoke heavy. They know I don't like cigarette smoke in front of me for years. For Thanksgiving and Christmas, they would go to a separate room and smoke away from us. I would still smell cigarette all over the house. I started driving separately when I go to my in-laws because I prefer to leave earlier because the smoke gives me a headache within a few hours. They used to smoke in the basement, but now someone lives down there, so they moved to a room upstairs where we hang out and smoke. Yesterday, for New Year's Eve, they didn't have anywhere to put the kids to hang out and play, so they used their smoke room for the kids. So now, instead of smoking outside or somewhere else, they just literally smoke in front of us in the living room, my wife's whole family did my wife and i are the only ones that don't smoke so my in-laws were smoking my brother-in-law was smoking my wife's uncle was smoking it was literally one after another chain smoking it was horrible and i felt very uncomfortable with my one-year-old being around i don't understand there's literally kids running around and they're smoking in front of them my sister-in-law is pregnant and she doesn't give a darn i didn't last half an hour I didn't even say anything. I just grabbed my one-year-old and left my wife there. My wife doesn't get bothered by the smoke at all, but it definitely pisses me off that they're smoking in front of my kid and wife like that. I didn't get to celebrate New Year's with my wife. I just ended up going home. I've given up and I probably won't be going back to their house for a very long time. For anybody that does smoke or knows about it, it's more than possible to go one social event night without smoking, right? Or is that nicotine urge just too strong? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting your fill of entitled parents, why not hit that subscribe button down below. That said, our next story is, My mom held my new baby before I did. This happened in the mid-90s, but I just saw a TikTok about asking the new mom if it's okay to hold the new baby, and it reminded me of this. I was 10 days past my due date with our first baby when my water finally broke. We went to the hospital and 24 hours later I was still nowhere ready to deliver. My OB talked to us about a c-section, we agreed. It was around 10pm and not an emergency, so my husband called his parents and my mom and they came to the hospital. A couple of hours later and we have a beautiful, healthy baby girl. What they don't tell you about the c-section is that it takes no time to get the baby out and forever to sew you back up i was shown my baby my arms are laid out with ivs and such there was no way for me to hold her then she was taken to the nursery and my husband went with her what felt like hours but was probably more like 40 minutes i was taken to the recovery room my husband's there holding the baby with his parents and my mom he brings her to me and i hold her and it's perfect i ask my mom if she would like to hold her first grandchild and she says laughingly oh i already did I was still so tired and dopey it didn't really register if this had been the end of it it probably would have been a non-issue i blame the nurse who offered my new baby to my mom but for the rest of her life she passed away two years ago she would bring it up all the time she would continually refer to our daughter as her girl even when she was an adult living on her own when i would remind her that she was in fact my daughter but she was indeed her own person she would always say nope She's mine, I held her first. It has always made me crazy that she not only held her first, but constantly rubbed it in my face. When we had our second and third C-sections for all three, I made sure to tell the nurses. They were appalled and assured me that that wouldn't happen. My husband and I were alone in recovery, just us and the new babies for those births. My mom was pissy about it each time and then would remind me that she held my oldest before I did. Obviously, I've always heard if you can have skin-on-skin contact with the parent and the kid right away, that's great. Maybe I just don't get it because I haven't had kids, but I don't understand why she's holding this so, like, she's mine, I touched her first, how about OP who held that baby for nine months inside them first? It almost just sounds childish fighting over who held the kid first. Our next story is, my absent father just showed up unannounced so last night my 30 year old male wife 29 year old female and i were winding down fairly early as she had surgery scheduled early in the morning at a little before 8 pm there's a ring on my doorbell this of course sends my two dogs into a barking fit i should have checked the doorbell can or at least the peephole but wrangling the pups came first anyways i cracked the door a bit and even in the dim light from the crack in the door i immediately knew it was him Before I can speak, he announces that he's my dad and wants to come in. Sounding very pleased with himself for surprising me, mind you, he was absent until I turned 23 when he sent me a paternity test as a birthday gift. When it came back that he was in fact my father, his last words to me were, That answers a lot of questions. He was abusive towards my mom, which is why she left while he was at work when she found out she was pregnant with me. So, being completely bushwhacked by this, I gather enough of myself to ask how the heck he found me. Apparently he found my wife's name and did a tax record search of the area to find our address. Her name is on the loan, as my credit was garbage when we purchased. This just yeeted me into orbit with rage and I told him that this was not a good time and to leave and shut the door. I've been processing and I feel that I should meet with him and tell him in person that what he did was so far out of line and that if he really wanted to speak with me for any reason, there are proper channels. Something else to note is that apparently he's reached out to her via facebook messenger and gave her his number after a very creepy introduction. I think it does go without saying but yeah this guy should not have popped back up. Not like that, I don't even want to interact with the pizza delivery guy at the front door, let alone my absent father. This next story is estranged father and his fourth wife told my fiance she should be grateful for the chance to reconnect with her abusive mother. My fiance grew up in a very abusive household. Her mother was emotionally, physically, and verbally abusive to her. Key example, she snuck laxatives into my fiance's food as a child whenever she felt that her daughter was getting too pudgy. She also forced my fiance to stay inside the house for an entire year as a child with no outside social connection. We're visiting my family for the holidays out of state. I'm not close with my father, as he basically walked out when I was 10, however I have tried to reconnect and be civil over the years so I see him once a year or so around the holidays. We agreed to have dinner with him and his fourth wife, who he married well into my adulthood, on Christmas Eve. Big mistake. My father's wife started asking my fiancé about her family, to which my fiancé said that she's not close with them and other than one dinner we've had with them a few months ago, it was by nature of a complex situation, not a desire to see them, she hasn't seen her parents in 4-5 to years. I have previously told my father and his wife on more than one occasion that her parents were abusive and that she doesn't see them. His wife doubles down saying how it must have been nice to reconnect and that it's nice I got to meet them. His father made a couple similar comments, as well as calling my fiancé his daughter-to-be and referring to her as the daughter his fourth wife never had. My fiancé excused herself and went to the bathroom to cry. My father's wife then tells me, It's really nice you got to meet her parents. I told them, Not really, they abused the woman who's going to be my wife and caused her immense pain. I could have gone a lifetime without meeting them, but I'll always be there to support her. This is a very sensitive subject, and we would prefer not to talk about it. My father then chimes in with, Well, I'm sure we'll meet them at the wedding. No, you won't, father. Not only because your parents are not invited to the wedding, but because you've demonstrated a complete lack of respect for our boundaries, have been oblivious to the pain your wife is causing my wife to be, and are actively causing my fiancé emotional pain. Your wife is now uninvited, and you very likely are as well. When you're a man that gets to their fourth wife, I don't think it's too surprising for it to be revealed that, socially, they're not the most compatible or understanding person. Our next story is, apparently she wanted my MERS. So today was weird, internet is down at my house, so I'm down to mobile data. So out of boredom I went to the mall to people watch and download some YouTube with premium. I'm bundled up looking not like a bum for once and go to the mall. I get there, grab a smoothie at Booster Juice and proceed to sit in the food court and sip my mango smoothie, sling my man purse over the chair and take off my knit scarf and go about downloading videos to listen to when I'm at home. Little did I know, my Attack on Titan messenger bag has caught the eye of a kid and her mom. The cast is me, a meat popsicle, Karen, entitled mom with too much hairspray, Kiddo, a young anime fan, not entitled, just enthusiastic about Mikasa Ackerman. Security 1 and 2, people just doing their jobs. Kiddo coming up to me from behind says, Dude, love your bag, may I see it? I say, sure, why not, it's just a bag, nothing special. The kiddo proceeds to gush about Mikasa for a couple minutes. Karen, coming up behind her kid with a look of pure disgust on her face, Kiddo, what are you doing near this creep? I say, wow, rude. She asked to see my bag and I said sure because she liked it. Kiddo says, yeah mom, it's got Mikasa on it, she's so cool. Proceeds to continue gushing about her fondness for her and her single-minded love of Aaron. Karen says, I see. If she likes the bag so much, can she have it? It's weird for a man to have a bag like this and creep you like this kid stuff. I say, wow, once again, rude, and no, she can't. First off, I don't reward rudeness, and secondly, it's my bag. No, she can't have it. I'm confused at this point because who just asks a stranger to gift their kid something? She says, who do you think you're calling rude? Working herself up into a tizzy. I said I'm calling the woman casually insulting me for no reason, while also in the same breath demanding my property rude. Because, well, it's freaking rude. I'm annoyed and I don't tolerate stupidity. Karen says, well it's true, you're creepy liking this childish crap. I said, and with that, I'm done here. I hope your day is as lovely as you are. I get up and reach for my bag to leave. The kiddo has been quiet, looking mortified. Karen rips my bag off the chair I just vacated and attempted to run. I am by no means an athletic dude, but I bolted after her and tackled her to the ground because this witch just stole my bag that had my wallet and other stuff in it. I'm pissed and trying to rip my bag out of her mitts, screaming about her being a thief when I'm pulled off of her by security and she goes full victim mode. This creep tried to steal my daughter's bag, arrest him now! I said no, she's a freaking liar and stole my bag when I refused to hand it over to her. Get off me, she's the thief, not me! I'm furious and thrashing in the security's arms. Security one says, dude, relax, we can sort this out. Were there witnesses? I said my wallet's in there, screw witnesses, that witch just made off with my crap. I'm still furious but no longer thrashing as I'm starting to calm down. Security 2 says, Ma'am, hand over the bag, let's sort this out. Karen's face went white. No, arrest him, he tried to steal this and I stopped him. No need to search it, it's my daughter's. The second security says, Ma'am, we can easily prove who it is by either checking the cameras or by checking the bag. Either way we are confirming what happened, now choose. Karen reluctantly hands over my bag and the guard searches and finds my beat up black leather wallet in it and sees my ID in it. He turns to me and says, would you like the police called? I said darn freaking skippy I do, I want the book thrown at this thief. Karen proceeds to bolt for the door before the guards can give chase, leaving the kiddo behind. The kiddo's on the phone with her dad saying mommy went ballistic again and she needs to be picked up. The guards took the kiddo back to the security office and I go with because I'm getting her info from the dad and pressing charges. The dad arrives and isn't surprised, she's done this before and turns out that she's his ex-wife and they're in a custody battle. He hands over her information gladly because I'm assuming this is going to be used against her in court. I filed charges with the police and just got informed. She was arrested at home in front of her current hubby. Enjoy Christmas in provincial lockup, Karen. Merry ho ho ho. Hope my beat up man per. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com was worth it, Karen probably couldn't afford any good Christmas gifts, she probably wanted to steal it from OP to give their kid. This next story is, my Eastern European mother believes that I owe her endless free childcare and insults me when I refuse. My mother believes that I always owe her help, she's a single mother of two children, me 23 year old female and my brother 7 year old male. We have a 16 year age gap and thus our relationship is less that of a sibling and more of a parent child or an aunt nephew my brother's father isn't involved in his life due to him being a horrid person irresponsible and also choosing to go on holiday abroad with his new girlfriend when he knew that he had to attend court about custody the judge got very annoyed as that wasn't the first time and due to a lot of other things that aren't relevant here decided it's best for him to not even have supervised visitation she also raised me as a single mother as well I however had contact with my dad, though that stopped and I honestly can't care. He's very rude, arrogant, like to look down on others and is unreasonable. All of this puts her in a situation where she's the one that has all the responsibility of being a parent. At the same time, another bit of context that I believe you should all know is that we're immigrants from an Eastern European country, which are more traditional and expect children to be much more independent at younger ages. There's a lot I can say about my mother, but in order to stay on the topic of this subreddit, I will obviously limit myself. My mother believes that I should provide her with free childcare whenever I'm not having lectures or classes. On top of that, she expects me to travel to her town on my dime every time. And if I tell her that I'm willing to come over to help her out on the condition that she picks me up and drives me home, she will demand fuel money and act annoyed. This week I was over at her house babysitting my sibling while she was at work. I took care of him for two days fed him, entertained him, and so on. She told me that she needs, actually wants, me to babysit him for two more days. I told her no. She has a babysitter who's available, and I have my own life, exams, deadlines, uni work, and a part-time job. Instead of accepting my answer or being grateful that I provided her with two free days of babysitting, she decided to start screaming at me, calling me lazy and disrespectful while also insulting me. She gets like this even if I babysit however long she wants me to. She will be annoyed over every single minor and an insignificant thing. Like the kids having his toys out in the living room in his play area, or the house not being perfectly clean. Normal kid stuff. She acts like because she's a mother, she has everything so much harder than everyone else, especially me, and that I must help her, that my life is easy, and that I should revolve my time around her. When I was 16, she wanted me to get a job and financially support her and my brother. We're in the UK where at 16 you get paid next to nothing and if you stop your education at that age, you'll not be able to get most jobs. She even got my aunt involved in an attempt to guilt me into it. Whenever she needs something done, she calls me up and expects me to get it done for her on her schedule. Whenever I say I'll do something on X, Y, or Z days, she'll make comments about how if I want anything, it must get done right that instant. But she, on the other hand, must wait. To be clear, I don't ask her for things. When I require something of her, it's because that's a part of me doing her a favor. For example, me asking her details related to an application she needs to be filled out. If I don't give her what she wants, she'll also act like I owe her because she's improving the house she's renting. And that somehow benefits me? She completely ignores the fact that I'm an adult and deserve to be able to make my own path in life. I don't owe her just because she's my mother or a mother. My life shouldn't be centered around her. Another part of her entitlement is that she believes that I must always agree with her and back her up, even when she's incorrect. She's my mother but I will not abandon reason to side with her. Last time when I babysat for her, I ended up leaving the house and walking to the train station because I really can't stand her. She was initially meant to at least drive me home. Today, about two hours ago, she called me up and asked me to babysit for her tomorrow. She thinks that I have work tomorrow, the day after, and the day after that. I don't. I told a lie and I don't regret it. When I visited her and my brother this year for my birthday, she made me feel absolutely worthless. I would rather spend Christmas by myself than with her. Plus, I have a lot of uni work to do and deadlines, so I'm busy either way. If she treated me nicely or was at least decent towards me, I would be willing to visit. I told her that I could call off work for one day, if absolutely necessary, but ONLY if she picked me up today and drove me back home tomorrow. She got absolutely pissed and demanded that I drive to her and babysit. I told her that I'd only do so if she picked me up. She argued that she had a long day at work and that she hadn't eaten yet. I told her that she doesn't have to come instantly, she can eat and relax and so on. She finally relented after seeing that I won't do exactly as she wishes. Then a few minutes later, she called me up and told me that the babysitter will take care of him. I honestly doubt that it was even as big of an emergency as she made it out to be. For context, the kid's in school. She only has to pay a babysitter when the kids have time off. Financially speaking, she can pay. She just bought a new TV and wants to get her kitchen remodeled soon. And last summer, I babysat from her from the start till the end. That time was at least semi-fair because I was getting to live at her house. For half the time, I still had my own place, so it was mostly a favor to her. I paid for my own food and everything else, etc. Though how nasty she was, her threatening to kick me out, when in reality she's the one that needs me, and demanding money from me, not what we agreed to, means that this summer she'll be getting a plain and clear no. I know that she'll throw a fit when that happens, but I'll remind her of last summer and the things she said to me. If she wasn't so nasty towards me, I would make an effort to help her out. But the entitlement and demands as well as the disregard for my personhood and the fact that I need to be working towards my own future are not something I'm willing to tolerate. I have a job now. I have a place I have chosen to rent my place way through the summer. I don't plan to move back in with her for the summer to help her out. I refuse. The only reason I keep in contact with her is that I have a sibling and my cat lives with her. I pay though and the cat will be living with me ASAP. I will keep some limited contact with her and do her some favors to maintain a connection, though this is simply for the sake of my sibling. She tried to kick me out and threatened to do so ever since I was 16. I'm pretty sure she would do so with my brother in 11 years. All contact and any favors between her and me will be on my terms, and she'll realize this over time. I'm not looking for advice, simply sharing my experience. There is, of course, more to our relationship, but none of the rest is good either. For context, I don't care about tradition. I'm a child-free, agnostic, atheist lesbian, and my plan to keep contact with my mother for the sake of my brother is the one sacrifice I'm willing to make. I neither love nor care about her, and I've known this for a long time, nor am I passive. My focus right now in life is completing university getting a degree, a well-paid job, and having a comfortable life with my cat. I want a three-bedroom house and love to devote time to my hobbies. I love alternative fashion and hold very untraditional views. To me, my life is about me and me being happy. My mother will eventually learn that she doesn't get her way when she wants to, as she wants to. Anything she receives from me is on my will, not her demand. I don't call her, I don't speak to her more than necessary, our relationship has never been close, and at this point, there's no chance that'll change. I know her very well, and if one day I became a fool, spending a few hours with her will be enough to remind me why I don't want her in my life. 100% put your foot down, do not let somebody like this walk all over you, you give an inch to a person like this and for the rest of your life they'll be trying to take concessions from you. Our next story is Islamophobic Entitled Parent Yells at Receptionist I'm a 16 year old female from the UK. Basically today I went to my regular mental health sessions, yay, and was sitting in the waiting room. In the building they have a Christmas tree with a sign that says, decorate me. On the table beside it were some balls that people could design on. There was this Muslim girl, probably about 15ish, who came and wrote on one of the paper decorations. Peace in Arabic calligraphy. She then went into her appointment about 5 minutes later. Then the entitled parent came in. She signed her daughter in and sat down right by the tree. Then she saw it. She at first calmly got up and asked the receptionist to take it down, but the receptionist was confused. This turned into full blown screaming from the parent shouting, This is an offence to Jesus, you're supporting terrorism and other horrible crap. I have no idea what happened to the woman, as when I came out an hour later from my appointment, she was gone. I feel sorry for her daughter. Some people these days have no respect for others. People like this are just intolerant and honestly should not be tolerated. Our next story is, is my mother-in-law stalking us? Recently my husband and I moved out of the state since we do have a very bad history with my mother-in-law ever since we got married she's caused a lot of trouble to my husband and i we decided to not tell her directly because we didn't want her to cause any negativity during our move we did tell my sister-in-laws and obviously we knew they would tell her we didn't share any time or date of our move. Since then, my mother-in-law knew, but didn't say a single word to us about our move, which I found extremely concerning because she's not the type of person to stay silent. My husband and I finally just moved to our new apartment, and not a single word was said to any of his family members about our move-in date. We didn't even spend a full day in our apartment when mother-in-law texted me saying things like, ''Have you settled into the new place? You guys must feel very tired.'' And asking me if I liked our new place, being fake nice to my face like always. She then sends my husband a whole paragraph about how she's gonna be lonely and how it's a test from God and indirectly guilt-tripped my husband a lot. She completely made our move about herself. My husband decided not to respond and so she double-texts him, asking him to respond so she knows we're okay. He proceeds to let her know that if we don't respond, it means we're busy because we're still in the process of moving in. What concerned me is how did she know? Where did she find out? We didn't share with anyone we are sick. But fast forward to today, my mother-in-law randomly texted my husband saying, if you feel sick, dull, down, etc., Make sure to take vitamin D, your body needs vitamin D. And it seemed as if she knew he was sick. A while back, my mother-in-law used to have my husband's location. He wasn't aware of it. So he stopped sharing it and she went insane on him. And said really emotionally incestuous things like, I hope I can forget about you. I wish I can stop loving you. You left me. You're just like your dad. So there's no doubt that she wouldn't go crazy that we moved states. How can we find out if she's stalking us? How should we proceed? She's currently out of the country while doing all of this, so there's no way she could have watched us move or any of that sort. My husband also said that he's not sharing any passwords or isn't logged into any devices. We also haven't told a single person when we're moving. The only thing my husband shares with her is a joint bank account which only he has access to her bank, but she doesn't have any access at all. He made sure of it. We haven't told anyone when we're moving. If this were happening to me, the first thing I would do would be to check all of my social media, as well as important accounts like email. Most of them have a login activity where you can see where recent logins are, current logins are, what devices, where in the world they are, I would probably go through and do an audit of all my accounts, change the passwords, log out of every device if you can, and if that didn't seem to solve it, I would start looking around at devices that might be tampered with, I don't know. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left, or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.